Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, agency owners. As someone that's run Google Ads for my own business, as well as on behalf of my clients, I know how time-consuming it can be to constantly be monitoring and optimizing those ads. I've got good news for you. There's a new tool called Optio that monitors your accounts for statistically significant patterns and suggests improvements that can push live to Google Ads in just a few seconds. Improvements help you manage keywords, test ads, and optimize bids. Get your time back. Let the machines do the heavy lifting. Check out optio.com slash yougurus and get started with a six-week extended free trial. That's optio.com slash yougurus. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we are hanging out with Kate Gilbert. Kate has been building and supporting WordPress websites since 2006. She knows the platform inside and out. She's launched over 100 WordPress websites for many different types of businesses and organizations, including hospitals and universities. Some of her clients of note, Boston University, Harvard, MIT, and many other health and higher ed brands. She's currently based in Jersey City, home of the Statue of Liberty. Kate is passionate about keeping WordPress workable for DIY site owners. And these days, she's shifting away from done-for-you services and towards done-with-you, helping site Owners understand online marketing and how to have a site that shines. Kate, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing awesome. Now that now that we're here hanging out and talking, Kate, tell us a little bit about your agency, what you kind of what it looks like today. Kind of paint us a picture for our uh, our listeners. Sure. So um, I'm working at katemgilbert.com by myself right now building and supporting WordPress websites and offering live office hours to WordPress site owners who might already have websites, but feel frustrated in um, keeping them up to date and making the most out of their online presence. And full disclosure, you're actually a graduate of our bootcamp program. Is that right? That's right. A few years ago, I participated in the 10K bootcamp. And then right out of that, I spent a couple great years working with companies, organizations, hospitals, universities all around Boston, building websites for them from what I learned in boot camp. Very cool. I mean, it sounds like from some of those uh, clients like Boston University, MIT, et cetera, that you were able to get in with a pretty, I mean, I imagine that's not easy to get those types of organizations as clients. Uh, what, what were some of the things that you did to achieve that? Well, I learned WordPress back in 2008 when I worked for Boston Medical Center. And at the time, Boston University was making the transition as a whole university to WordPress. So I came in on the medical center side and I led that for the Department of Medicine. So I really cut my teeth in the early days in a university-wide multi-site setup that taught me the ins and outs of WordPress in an intimate way. I stayed connected with that community, attending the Boston WordCamp most of the summers that I lived in that area and 
just the connections that I made collaborating with BU, IT, and um, with the different universities around the city. You know, it's it's a small world in Boston. 2008 WordPress. I mean, I feel like these days on the internet, you know, every every year might as well be a, be a decade. I mean, I feel like there's very uh, there's a lot of new people coming into this field every you know every month that are that see how easy it is to set up a website and they're like, oh yeah, I can do this. I can I can do WordPress, and then maybe they get into some trouble or problems later on. But you've you've actually been around that platform for well over a decade now. I mean, what how how have you seen things kind of change in in what it can do for clients or how you've been implementing it and, and leveraging it as an agency. Yeah, it's been fascinating to watch the evolution. Thinking back to my early days at BU, the first WordPress theme that I wrote was um, from a dummies book that I borrowed from the library. Like, open up a PHP file and here's what your header should say. And nowadays, there's these fabulous theme frameworks out there the strongest developers have really come together and perfected with with bootstrap and brought all of the tools together in a way that lets us as site owners, agency owners, those who are actually making the websites really start with the content and go from there. So I love what has come with the most recent updates in WordPress 5.0. And I really see us moving more towards do-it-yourself WordPress websites and um, opening up the platform to have to power even more of the websites that are out there on the web. It sounds like you're, you, because of that belief of where you think things are going, that you're making decisions today, uh, or have been at least for, for, for some time in terms of how you structure your agency and your business around uh, more of that kind of educational coaching or support. And, and probably some done, you say, you say done with you, right? So you're doing some work kind of with your clients, but you know, you have those things like the live office hours and things like that uh, to kind of empower your clients. I mean, that's, it sounds like you're supporting that vision with action in how you're setting up your, your business. That's right. In recent years, I started to hear from people not only clients, but other designers and developers that WordPress was becoming out of reach. And that for an entry-level business or an entrepreneur who is just trying to get online and bootstrapping, Squarespace and Wix were really more viable options because working with an agency for a WordPress website was you know, pie in the sky budget. Isn't that, I mean, isn't there kind of a little bit of, I I feel like WordPress had this reputation for so long of, oh, it's open source, it's free, right? But the reality is if you want to kind of own it and not be renting from somebody like Wix, that there's, there's kind of more to it than just, oh, just because the platform's open source and free. I mean, it's, it almost now comes across as a more expensive option than some of the, the, the turnkey uh, hosted solutions. That's right. I started hearing from people, sure, it's free, but it's hard. And it's free, but I spent all weekend trying to install it and I threw (laughs) my hands up in the air and gave up. And 
I would say to them like, well, you just didn't find the right instructions. It doesn't need to be that hard. And I sense with the block editor, Gutenberg coming in, that that's the direction WordPress is going in anyway. It's it's not supposed to be hard. We're not supposed to need to speak PHP or even HTML and CSS to have WordPress websites that work for the visitors and that engage, that represent our brands. So about a year ago, I stopped really pushing the idea that I can build for you a website and then I can maintain it for you forever. Because I was hearing from my customers that it was great to build a website, but if the ongoing maintenance was going to be just as expensive as the months of development and setup, then it wasn't going to be sustainable for them long-term. So now I've shifted my energy altogether to finding ways to engage the site owner in that long-term care and maintenance of their WordPress website, which is more done with you so that you understand what you're getting, understand what your business, what's under the hood online rather than done for you at a very high cost and in a way that you're always going to need to come back to a developer to maintain. Mm. Now you've, it seems like you've kind of uh, built your business around being very into the platform and being very, uh, I almost kind of think like product focused, right? You're, you're really into like actually kind of doing that with your clients very like, uh, versus having a, you know, kind of scaling up a lot of people in an agency to just crank out as many WordPress sites or as many WordPress trainings, uh, as possible. Like, are you, you mentioned that you're, you're solo right now. I mean, is that, is that the core focus for you is to build kind of a, a one person consultancy that is, um, you know, developing authority content that's maybe serving clients through education or other means of scale? Well, I'm trying to do that for the developer hat that I wear, but I recognize that that's only one part of the online marketing picture for the business owner that I work with. So I am working with a lot of partners, graphic designers, social media managers, SEO experts to develop a collaborative of women-powered site support where we can present ourselves together as a one-stop shop for all of the ingredients that you need to um, bring your business online, do it the right way, and keep it high-performing on the web. And my role in that is the uh, care, maintenance, and upkeep of your website, but that's only one part of the big picture, of course. So what's the, um, in terms of, uh, you mentioned your, you do live office hours. I'm curious how you structure that. Is that standalone or is that only for clients where you've gone in and, and built their website and done, you know, or, or you're on some type of web care and that's just a benefit of that? Or is it, is it a standalone thing? No, it's a standalone thing right now. Um, I, when I moved from Boston to Jersey City, I sunset a business where I um, 
offered monthly maintenance plans for WordPress websites. And due to the transitions in my life and the changes in the market, I've decided I've sunset all of those maintenance plans and office hours is the new solution. So whether I've worked with you before or not, you can schedule Zoom meetings with me where we'll screen share, we'll log right into your WordPress website. You can show me the thing that you want to change or the plugin that's causing a problem and I'll help you fix it in real time together. We'll record that meeting and after it's over, I'll send you that recording so that you can have it, refer back to it, share it with your staff or collaborators and um, keep that resource so that if that problem comes up again on your site in the future, you know how to fix it. That's cool. You mentioned sunsetting your monthly WordPress maintenance and management clients. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's a lot of listeners out there right now who are trying to do the opposite of that, sign on more WordPress maintenance and management clients. So you had clients that were on maintenance with you. They were paying a, a monthly f- fee, I assume, and, and you you made a decision consciously to say, I'm I'm moving away from that and I'm going to start to kind of turn away from that. What, 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 I mean, I know we've kind of talked about it, but like what made you commit to that level of actually saying, I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm going to get rid of this, this type of relationship inside of my business. Yeah. Um, it was not an easy choice and not an easy transition. I had 26 sites, most of which I'd built that I was hosting on a dedicated server and providing monthly updates, support, um, maintenance, all of that ongoing development. I decided to sunset that part of my business because it became clear to me that I wasn't helping the site owners. I was really more almost enabling them to not understand what was going on with their websites. And it also got to the point with 26 sites under maintenance that if something catastrophic happened on one of those sites for whatever reason, it would um, overwhelm my operations. And I had a staff of about three developers in addition to myself. And um, it was really hard to keep up and keep all of the clients happy, especially at the competitive price points that the clients were willing to pay. So I was getting a lot of feedback. I don't understand why this costs so much. I don't understand why this broke. I thought that when you built this for me three years ago, it would work forever. (laughs) And I think think there's so many listeners out there right now who are going, oh my gosh, Kate is like, I, you know, I've listened to this podcast, but I just got off a phone call with one of my clients where they were just saying exactly what Kate Kate is saying, right? I built this, you know, you built it, you know, I bought this three years ago. Why doesn't it still, you know, work after it's probably had, you know, a dozen significant WordPress updates plus like additional custom work plus, you know, whatever, right? Content. Yeah. Content, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it didn't feel good to have customers feel frustrated and 
I started to realize that I was doing more of a disservice to them by taking all of the website and managing it elsewhere. And that what they really wanted was to be more involved in it themselves and to have more ownership over the face that they put out there online. A lot of the people that I work with are solopreneurs these days and they need their website to be infused with their own personality because that is their brand. Mm. And it's very hard to pass that off to a designer, to a developer, to a copywriter. The customers really, I find the clients that I work with, they love dictating their about statement to me and I can type it out as they speak it. And we chat about how to tweak certain text. I bring my SEO expertise into the conversation and we update it right there and it's done. And it's not filling out a form, sending an email, putting it in a work queue, assigning it to somebody on the team, telling the client it's done, having them review it, you know, cut all those steps out. Let's just do it together and do it in a way that makes sense to you in the hopes that next time you can do it yourself. Do you think there is a, you know, for, for, for you, you've chosen to move away from that, you know, that's, and, and I think you're seeing for yourself, at least that you prefer to not be, you, you, know, you use the word enabling, which is a, uh, some, some negative connotation around that of providing the done for you, uh, type of service. But for our listeners who maybe are currently doing some kind of web care or web maintenance or kind of managed service where it is a big profit center for them, or they're, you know, they're, they're providing a great service to their clients. Do you think that there is a win-win where you can kind of do that level of service and a little bit of this type of, you know, instead of enabling, uh, you know, nurturing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think the, the customers definitely still need that site owners need the help managing their website on a month to month basis. I only work with sites that are hosted on managed hosts. I work with WP engine. So it's more partnering with them to take the server maintenance equation out of it. And I think that in providing ongoing maintenance and support for clients, as long as you keep them engaged in the process and make clear the real impact of the updates and that it's not just a a wizard behind a curtain changing things, then it can be an effective way for them to keep their websites healthy and thriving. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? Are you a web agency or freelance web designer that's trying to add recurring revenue profits by offering your clients SEO services? Well, I've got good news for you. There's a new service that is basically the design pickle for white label SEO. Their team hooks you up with unlimited SEO tasks for one monthly fee. You got to check them out at seobrothers.co forward slash you gurus. They're giving our listeners 50% off their first month and an awesome money back guarantee. That's seobrothers.co forward slash you gurus. All right, let's get back to our interview. So you do some, I mean, as long as the prereq for you in terms of uh, ongoing is, is that they're on a managed provider like WP Engine. 
so you are doing still some in that way of like managed services or, or you're really just relying on that partner to do the, the maintenance, the updates, the backups, et cetera. And then you're kind of there more from a nurturing them to use their asset better. Yeah. Um, the second, the latter. So all of my former 26 clients that I used to host, the vast majority of them have moved to their own accounts with WP engine, which was a learning process all summer. I worked with them individually to set up their own accounts, choose the server size that was right for them. And now they have direct access and ownership. I'm still an admin on a lot of those accounts. And a lot of my communications have educated my clients and site owners in the cases where they want to talk to the hosting company about redirects, PHP upgrades, server errors, domain issues, those kinds of things. And um, the on-site issues that I can help them with. There's a huge difference between the two. And a lot of the frustration that came up in my former model was in meaning me needing to wear both hats of the server admin and the um, the front end developer. Because I, I, I've always thought the the value prop for most businesses, especially with WordPress or any kind of, you know, really any website is with with a partner like yourself or some an agency in the ongoing model is for the business owner to have some level of peace of mind and you know not have to call some 800 number to a hosting company that you know has offshore support or whatever and you're sitting there and your website's down or something's broken or orders aren't coming through and you're having to like do the tech support yourself i always thought like agencies provided a really valuable kind of peace of mind service there of having the right professionals that understood the business that probably built the website to kind of provide that that middle layer so maybe there's a certain level of that that you're still doing but then the real kind of wordpress specific plugin updates core updates domain stuff, you're now basically relying on a, on a partner for that. Well, that ownership of the website, where it is, if, if it goes down, what to do when it's crashed, that ultimately is WP Engine. Got it. And what I was finding was that um, site owners would encounter that in off hours and not be able to reach my team and feel like really frustrated and abandoned where WP Engine has US-based phone support that they're staffing 24-7. So I, where I couldn't staff 24-7, I've partnered with a hosting company that I'm trying to educate the site owners that that's who you call yep. when your site goes down because that's really who owns the servers. And, and, and I think that that's, I mean, that's smart, whether it's, you know, whether you're, you know, doing a managed web care plan and you're using a, something like, you know, a 24-7 operation like WP Engine on the back end or, or another comparable service, and then you, you're focused more on, on uh, other value-added services. I think that's, that's super smart. But, but I want to dig into this uh, thing. It's come up a couple times over the interview, which is essentially how you view 
supporting the things that aren't your core superpower, which is through these partnerships, whether it's partnerships with WP Engine or you mentioned before collaborating with other, whether it's content, whether it's uh, design, right? Uh, and you mentioned kind of women-powered site support. So you've yeah. you've really leaned into this idea of this collaborative approach to solving your clients' problems and providing support. So can you kind of just unpack for our listeners how you approach that? Is it just referring them out to kind of this collective? Are you are you kind of project managing that and billing it as your own own agency and kind of bundling it as, you know, uh, under the Kate M. Gilbert brand? Or how are you approaching those partnerships and making that work for your business? Yeah, so... Um... I made some great connections working in the web space over the past decade. And um, I know WordPress really well, but I don't know graphic design. I'm not a copywriter. I'm not a branding expert. I do a little bit of SEO, social media, but my friends do those things really well. So last spring, we actually taught two in-person day-long workshops where the attendees came and they, the goal was to build a WordPress landing page in the workshop. And we worked through setting up WordPress, all of the code and development parts that I teach. But we also had these graphic designer did a section on choosing your images and branding your website. Um, a copywriter did a section on writing the content for the website and so on and so forth. So we're working as a, as a group to publish that into an online course so that site owners who want to set up their own website can get all of those components, get the right content, speak to the right audience, have it be branded, have it be set up properly, WordPress best practices, SEO, et cetera, in one big course. In our one-to-one work, we're just referring to each other right now. I'm a solopreneur. It's very hard to pull everybody together, but I have a grand vision of a brand called Women Powered Site Support, where a site owner can come and work through the pipeline of talented female solopreneurs who really know web marketing and web best practices. So you, you've mentioned the, uh, the women powered and, uh, you know, female solopreneurs. What's, I guess, you know, what's, what's that for you in terms of, of a cause? Cause that's obviously something that you view as a differentiator of, uh, otherwise it would just be called, you know, uh, powered site support, right. Um, Correct. or, or yeah. people powered, you know, so, so what, what, what is that for you? Like, is it, is that some part of your own personal vision and mission of, of some change that you want to see in the industry or, um, what's, what's kind of the, the angle there? So as a female developer, um, I've had a unique experience over the past decade working mostly with other men to build websites and to come up with code solutions. And I've been in the IT world as a woman, but not with a lot of women around me. And after I did 10K Bootcamp, I started 
doing a lot more in-person networking to try to find those customers for my new agency to build websites. It, it was fantastically successful. But what I found along the way was that um, there are other women who are really talented, who are solopreneurs, who are feeling alone and who I could network with also. So I got really involved in some female-specific networking groups Polka Dot Powerhouse is one. Pepper Lane in the Boston area is another. And found that opening up the code to this sector of the small business owner, women who have not traditionally been the ones to meet with the vendors, to start the company, to run a launch to price products, to be the CEO, that there was, you know, sort of a fear of the internet and the code. And that me being somebody who's comfortable with those things could be a a conduit to remove some of that fear and to help um, more of my peers have awesome websites that do awesome things for their business and their life. So almost in a way, you are appealing to women entrepreneurs that maybe are looking for, you know, more more comfort in, in learning about this stuff through, you know, people that understand, uh, you know, their uh, their background or their exposure to websites or, as you said, code, right? Making, you know, if you're a women uh, founder or business owner that's trying to grow a business and, you know, you're able to learn about this stuff from another woman, that that's a way to maybe feel more comfortable and, and maybe engage and adopt this stuff more effectively than uh, than being in, in a men-specific environment, which, of course, the digital agency space, I think, is kind of, I don't know if it's dominated. I mean, it definitely tilts that direction. I mean, I think our you know, our data, our customer base probably, you know, is a somewhat of a, rec- you know, a reflection of that. I think if you go to most agency or web developer conferences, I think it's mostly like 60-40-ish is kind of the, the vibe yeah, I get. it's getting more even, but yeah. when I interact with customers, there's definitely none of that mansplaining, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> and um, there's no fear of that. I've had a lot of client meetings at coffee shops or even over Zoom where we find that we're talking about like the earrings the other person is wearing and we've gone off on a tangent. And that's what makes that time fun. I think that especially when you're working with entrepreneurs and small business owners, you're working with brands that have a lot of passion behind them. And it's not so much driven by profits, it's driven by passion. And if you can get on the same level with the people who you're working with to bring that passion to life, it just makes it more fun and more enjoyable. So I I niche down as you recommended in boot camp to serving female business owners um, who want to get online the right way. Well I think that's a very powerful message. I think that you've got strong vision and purpose behind that. It not only does it mean something to you, but I think you you actually see 
issues in the marketplace that you're trying to meet, which is these uh, that working with women entrepreneurs, helping them make feel more comfortable with the technology, helping them leverage the technology better, and, and there's a real need in the marketplace for that. And so I feel like that's a, a winning strategy. I'm very excited to see how this progresses for you. I want to give you big props for kind of going to where the uh, the puck is moving, not where it's been in terms of what's changing in WordPress and what you think is happening with that market and how you've evolved your own business. And that's those aren't easy decisions to make. And you've probably, sounds like you're kind of coming out of maybe some challenging uh, months with trying to make that transition. So congrats on that. And I, I really appreciate you sharing your story with us today. Kate, are you ready for our lightning round? Yep, I'm ready. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received is to just put your head down and stay focused. I knew that I wanted to make a career out of building websites for businesses. And I just stayed focused on that one goal. And that's, that's good advice. And here you are. You have a career doing just that. Mm-hmm. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Probably my focus. When I sit down to work, I just work. Um, I wear headphones. I close the door. I sometimes pull a hood up over my head. I just focus right in on the tasks that I'm working on. And that is, that's my secret to success. I think those are those are some interesting uh, pulling the the hood up so physically like cutting off the the you know the putting on blinders to some to some level mm-hmm. that actually I was sitting in my office I wake up early in the morning and the reason I'm just I don't usually talk on lightning round but uh, I literally was sitting in my office this morning at five o'clock in the morning with with the hood on just like trying to cram a couple things in before the day started so I can I can relate to that actually being like a, a habit so it's really cool yeah can you share an internet resource a tool or app that you use that you think our listeners would find valuable? Sure. Um, I really like the website, what WP theme is that? Um, When somebody reaches out to me and they say, I have a WordPress site and I need help. I always ask for the URL and I ping it into that site and it tells me what theme. What book would you recommend and why? Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. My favorite quote from that book is clear is kind. And that has been a a guiding principle in how I interact with my clients since I've read it. People want to know what's going on with their business and being clear, especially when it comes to sometimes confusing topics like the web is, is kind. Well, we will link out to Bernays book and the uh, the tool that you mentioned and a few other things that came up during today's episode. You mentioned a couple of women code groups and such, and we will link out to all that stuff. If you guys are on the road or on a run on our show notes page, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you're listening to this, the episode or the week that this episode comes out, uh, you can check out Kate's episode probably right at the top. It'll be the, the first episode. Click on that and you're going to check out lots of great takeaways, quotes, and links to resources and all that good stuff. Yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Kate, how can our audience find out more about you? And is there anything that you have that they can check out? Yep. Go to my website, katemgilbert.com, and you'll find a free downloadable website care guide. 
that you can print out and use to make sure that you're dotting all your I's, crossing your T's and taking care of your WordPress website. Awesome. Well, we will make sure that that is also linked out from our show notes page. Uh, we will also link out to your main katemgilbert.com site. Again, that's yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Kate, thank you so much for stopping by the program today. Thanks so much. I've enjoyed this chat. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming at you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Thanks again for tuning in to the Digital Agency Show. Before we close out, I wanted to check in on your answer to my question from the beginning of the episode. Are you stressed out, cash crunched, fed up with your business? Now, if you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem. Maybe that it's the area you live in or that this market has gotten too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around. And I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now, it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who says they need a website, Facebook ads, or a mobile app when they don't even realize it's a deeper challenge is blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a strategy call where we're going to dig into those underlying issues in your business and get you moving forward like never before. The aha moments that you're going to have will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your YouGurus strategy call today. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start the application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. Thanks again for tuning in. Join us next week for another episode of the Digital Agency Show. 